0: Hey, everyone. How are you all doing? (laughs) I hope this podcast episode finds you in good spirits, content, happy, determined, victorious, all the things, right? And most of all, I hope that today's message finds you in alignment with the plan God has for your life, or at the very least, the path to discovery. If you've been listening recently You know that I've been talking a lot about challenges, ranging everywhere from the challenge of feeling our feelings, right? Which most of us struggle with more than we care to admit, or the challenge of never giving up. Maybe we forget, or maybe some of us don't even realize that even when you have a dream, something that you desire and want with all of your heart, it can still be very challenging to get up day after day and chase it no matter what the tenacity it takes to do so is crazy. Or maybe you're facing burnout and your challenge is that you have no desire to keep getting up day after day to do something you really just don't want to (laughs) do. Or your mind and body are telling you that you shouldn't do it, but you struggle with how to pivot from it. We can face so many challenges each and every day that we can lose ourselves in them. And sometimes we allow the challenges to defeat us because we don't know where we're going to find the energy or the strength to keep going. One thing that we can be most certain of is that challenge is going to come. And while we may anticipate its arrival, our reaction to what's to come is still unknown. But we don't need to find ourselves fully unprepared if we commit to doing some prep work ahead of time. because. A challenge isn't always a bad thing, right? Maybe you're facing the challenge of a big presentation or an audition or your biggest contract yet, or even a challenging workout class. You may find yourself intimidated by the opportunity, scared you won't rise to the occasion, and therefore you are faced with the challenge to overcome these feelings so that you can show up for yourself and achieve your goal. Now, sometimes you can do all the things to plan and prepare, Anticipating every scenario that you can think of only to find a curveball awaits your arrival. And when you see that curveball coming toward you, you may find your reflexes to be just a hair too slow. And that curveball hits you right in the chest, not only knocking the air out of you, but knocking you down to the ground. And it can be so unexpected that you're not even quite sure how you got there. And you definitely ain't sure how you're going to get up. Have you experienced any times like this in your life when you weren't sure how you got somewhere or how in the world you would ever recover? Unsure how you could turn the situation around, maybe take another path that was safer and would get you to your destination in a way that was a bit less mm, eventful. (laughs) Or maybe you found yourself crouching in a deep, dark corner. You might still find yourself there, you know, hiding waiting, watching life pass you by, too scared to try or try again. Today, my message to you is simple. No matter what, resilience is required. Resilience is defined as the capacity to withstand or to recover quickly from difficulties, toughness, if you will. One thing that I have learned is that there is no easy road Well, maybe let me rephrase that a little bit. There is no easy road worth traveling. If you don't have to pray for it, work for it, take risks for it, sacrifice some comforts for it, have some sleepless nights over it, compromise for it, is it your path? (laughs) The victory is knowing that you were able to overcome, persevere, make it through in spite of, right? It's the journey versus the goal, That how can you know what happy is without sadness theory? Remember Super Mario Brothers back in the day? I'm sure there's someone out there that may have beaten every level on the first try. But for regular folk like myself, how many times did you play a level over and over and over again before you won and were able to move on to the next? And that feeling when you beat that level was great. Almost more satisfying than when you beat the game, right? Because what was left to look forward to at that point? At that point, it was legit done. How could you challenge yourself to see what new, stronger, more strategically cunning version of Mario you might become next? Getting back in the game every time you lost on a level was your conditioning, your strength training. And it applies to all areas of our lives. And to take it a step further... In the game, not only were we facing challenges, we were playing characters in the game who were facing great challenges and great danger. By saving ourselves, we save them. And so it goes in life, right? Our resilience, our ability to pull ourselves up impacts others. Not only are we demonstrating what can be done, but also if you pull yourself up or really every time you get pulled up, you have the ability to extend your hand to someone else. And so you hold each other up. Every time Mario or Luigi came back for another level, they got stronger. And by the end, they knew how to maneuver so they could use their hands to grab the princess. Now to tie it back to last week's episode, beating burnout and building resilience go hand in hand. If you've built your resilience you are building your ability to power through in a healthy way and overcome the tremendous stress mountains that may be building in your life. Notice, I said power through in a healthy way, okay? Just because you are strong and resilient doesn't mean you need to keep going and keep powering through when you should not. So know your body, know your limits, know that by respectfully bowing out, you're not quitting but choosing to walk your purposed path instead. Now let's look at a few qualities of resilient people according to this Cornell Health article. They're talking to students, but aren't we all students? (laughs) So it applies to all of us. And you can find the link in the show notes for the article. Um, Anyway, according to the article, resilient people take action to deal with challenges, problems, and setbacks. They seek support, and assistance when they need it. They know when to stop, rest, and replenish inner resources. And they have a sense of purpose and goals for the future. These points aren't new, but I think that the mindset associated with each of them can be in some capacity. For instance, I don't know about you, but I never thought of resilient people as asking for help, but the vulnerable act of asking for help is in fact part of the bounce back. It's all in the way in which we frame things, right? So how can we build our resilience? Number one, for me anyway, is to focus on hope. A Forbes Health article I just read shared the advice of a Dr. Sarah Porter, who's a psychologist in Texas, and she recommends creating a hope map. I love that so much. (laughs) Even just saying hope map gives me a little boost. It suggests a path forward, right? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, I'm pretending that y'all are shaking your heads along with me in agreement right now. (laughs) In the article, Porter says, quote, without hope, you cannot bounce back, let alone bounce forward because you cannot imagine a future that is brighter than today, nor feel like you have the ability to shape things for the better, end quote. This article was a great quick read that I suggest you check out. But Porter gives the following steps for creating the hope map as well, which she basically describes as a more detailed goal setting. So she says to write down what you want your future to look like. List a few actions you can take to move closer to your goal. Then write down the strengths and skills you need to draw up from within, along with family and friends who would offer support to you. So I know a lot of us are used to recording our goals and, and and writing it down, maybe doing vision boards, all those sorts of things. But the practice of taking it a step further, dissecting it, seeing where you need to draw from your inner strength, but also where you need to outreach, right? Because you um, have those friends and family that can offer support is extremely important. The article mentioned several other suggestions as well, including nurturing relationships. Let me just stop and say, how much research do we need before the myth that we don't need anyone else and we can do everything on our own is dispelled, y'all? As a believer in the power of the village, I will never tire of pointing out the importance of community in all of its beauty and its messiness. We get to see ourselves reflected, protected, and provided for if we allow ourselves to be, and if we reciprocate it, right? There is no perfect community, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't build and contribute to community. And given that there is a loneliness epidemic in the U.S., it seems there is a need for me and everybody else to continue to highlight the importance of community, right? And if you don't know where to start, if you need a little guidance, feel free to hit me up. I'll be happy to share some of Some resources. Do you believe that you're resilient? Do you feel hopeful? Are there nurturing relationships in your life that feed you? People that you are able to rely on? What about wellness practices that keep you balanced? Do y'all see how everything is intertwined? These same core things keep coming up over and over, no matter the scenario, because they matter most of all. So take heed. Take them to heart. Take care of yourself. Today, I'll leave you with a quote from J.K. Rowling. Rock bottom became the solid foundation in which I rebuilt my life. Y'all, you can't build a foundation from rock bottom if you aren't resilient, and you'll find it very challenging to build resilience without hope and love. The challenge is not what we should fear facing, but we should fear facing the challenge without these fundamental tools. Thanks so much for listening today. If what you've been hearing has been beneficial, don't forget to share, review, follow the pod and continue the conversation on IG, maybe by subscribing to and commenting on the blog. And of course, reaching out to me directly via email at at gmail.com. I can't wait to chat with you all again next week. Take care until then.